All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, comment down below, and of course, upvote the video itself. We are here with Brantley Sanderson. He was a practice player back on Carol Ross's teams in the mid-2000s, back when Armini Price was out doing her thing. And he was also like um, one of the practice players that they worked against. So the last time that Ole Miss was probably considered really good, he was a part of basically, I'm going to say that team, but you know what I mean, for the Lady Rebels. He helped them out considerably. Now, Brantley, this is going to be a almost a getting, getting to know them session about the Lady Rebs this year. Coach Yo has put together a team. I think they're 19 and five. They're third or fourth in the SEC, obviously chasing LSU and South Carolina, who's completely undefeated at this point, and they play Sunday. Uh, but what do we need to know about this team? Yeah, Stephen, well, thank you for having me. I mean, you know, there's a lot of similarities to that team from, from 2007 that went to the Elite Eight. Uh, it all really starts on the defensive end. Um, you know, you'll hear Coach Yo in just about every press conference she does say, we defend. You know, that's kind of their motto for the program. Uh, and they do it at a really high level. I mean, they, bottom line, they just make it really hard for other teams to do what they want to do. Um, they have held just about every high-powered offense this year from, uh, they played a couple of really good teams in the non-conference. Utah was a top 10 team. Came in, I think, averaging 100 points. They held them to 69. Uh, did the same thing with Oklahoma. And, you know, you're never quite sure if the non-conference is going to transition into SEC play, uh, but so far it has. I mean, they rank at the near the top of the SEC in a lot of categories. I know they're number one in offensive or opponents' points per game and opponents' field goal percentage. So for them, it really all starts there. Um, you know, their, their best offense is their defense, uh, but they also have some, some offensive firepower. Um, they coach o says they're a super team you know she she had a, a a superstar last year in shakira austin um and i'm not sure people were expecting them to do much this year after losing her but she did a, a really good job of bringing in core pieces uh mostly from the transfer portal uh to surround a really good core that she's had for the past two or three years um so you just you see the progression you know um they are a much more well-rounded team. So there's been a few times uh, their defense definitely had to win the game for them. Uh, but it's, you know, they, they can hit 70 and 80 points on any given night. Yeah, and if you look at it, their lone home loss this year, there was a five-point loss to Alabama. Um, but other than that, they've pretty well held serve at home. And that'll serve them well because South Carolina is coming in the middle of next week into the pavilion that'll probably be the biggest Ole Miss women's basketball game that has been played in that building. And I encourage everybody to go see it and go check it out because of what it could mean. Because on top of everything else, South Carolina and LSU plays, these are human beings. These aren't robots. They're going to put a ton into that game. They know that. The chance for Ole Miss to get South Carolina after that game is exponentially higher, is it not? I mean, for sure. You know, I think even more so on the women's side than the men's, any team, the worst team in the SEC can beat the best team any night. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I think timing is great. You know, they Coach Joe has said it's 
Uh, it's great that they're getting these teams on the back end of the schedule because she didn't she didn't expect them to play their best basketball until now, uh, and I think they are. Um, so, like you said, you know, game of the year on Sunday. I know everybody's going to be thinking about the Super Bowl, but but man, this is going to be a really good game between LSU and South Carolina. I mean, you're you're talking about uh, a South Carolina team who's got WNBA draft picks coming off of the bench. Um, and then LSU, Kim Mulkey in her second year. I don't think anyone expected her to have the success this soon, uh, but she's got one of the best players in the game in Angel Reese. So uh, there's definitely opportunities. You know, they, they've got five games left. Uh, like you said there, I think they are in fourth position, uh, one game above Alabama. So, you know, uh, they, they've got Alabama at Alabama, the very last game of the year. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's going to be a tough end to the schedule, but it's also very winnable. And, you know, I think the one thing that they are, if they're missing anything, they're missing that signature win. You know, they've had a, a lot of good wins. They, they came back from 19 down at Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas is probably going to be an NCAA tournament team. Um, and they beat Mississippi State twice and it wasn't close. And, and State's probably going to be an NCAA tournament team. But they haven't had that game yet that shows you know, that they've really separated themselves from from those other teams. Uh, so really good opportunity here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and let's look at their NCAA tournament future since you bring that up. Beating South Carolina or beating LSU, if they can get one of those games, that's the difference between like a three seed and a six, don't you think? For sure, for sure. I mean, they, you know, it, it's great to be, to know you're kind of in the tournament with five games left. We're not used to that. <laughs> um, so... Uh, at this point, I think they are just playing for seeding. You know, right now they're they're probably for the NCAA tournament, probably a seven or an eight seed, uh, which is is close to. A, I think they were a ten seed last year, uh, or or maybe they were a seven seed last year. Um, you know, and that makes it tough to to get out of that first round when you got to play the number two seed uh, on their home court. So if they can get a big win, I think that positions them really well, not only for SEC tournament and, and being a three or a four seed, uh, which, you know, double by, that's really nice. Um, but I think they could play their way into possibly even a six seed. And, and you know, they're, they've made it clear their goal is to not just get to the NCAA tournament, but they want to win. Um, and I think, you know, a six seed that, that would position them very well to have a successful NCAA tournament run. And this is, this is going to be a team that you don't want to play, you know, because defense, it travels. Um, and and they have they have shown themselves repeatedly against a, a lot of different styles, a lot of different offensive uh, to be able to shut them down. So, you know, I, I wouldn't want to play them in March if, if I were another coach. Yeah, I was just about to say defense travels. And, and when you get to the NCAA tournament, you can count on that. But who are some of the players that Ole Miss fans need to pay attention to if they're just paying attention to women's basketball, who are some names that they need to know? Yeah, well, you know, I think a theme in the SEC this year is dynamic duos. Every team's got one. Uh, so the, I think our team's dynamic duo is Angel Baker and and Madison Scott. Uh, Angel is a uh, – this is her second year in the program, but she's a fifth-year senior. Um, but she's got a lot of experience. She uh, transferred in from Wright State. Uh, they upset Arkansas. And I think she went for like 32 points or something like that in the NCAA tournament a couple of years ago. So she's uh, she's kind of the offensive firepower. Coach Joe calls her the, the offensive point guard. Um, and I know Coach Joe says she doesn't have superstars. She's got a super team. But I think Angel could be a superstar. She's, she's very underrated. It would not surprise me at all to see her on a WNBA team in the next few years. 
Um, but you know, it, she's, she's just really hard to guard. She can score at all three levels. She's really deadly behind the three point line. Um, and, and so she gets the team in a position to do well when, when she's firing. Um, but you've also got Madison Scott, who I think is really the leader of the team. Um, who, you know, she was a, if you might remember, she was a five-star recruit a few years ago, which was the highest recruit Ole Miss ever got uh, for women's basketball. And she's just gotten better every year. You know, at, at the beginning of the year, Coach Joe said she needed her to average either 14 and eight or 12 and 10 for them to do well. And she's right there at, I think, 12 and nine. Um, so she's gotten, you know, she's improved. She can, I think the, the thing her game was missing was a consistent jump shot. Um, and she's got that now, so it's, it's really hard to guard her. But, you know, they, they have a few other players, too, because uh, they are averaging – they have four players averaging in double figures. Um, the, uh, the main player, I think, that's going to be key to their success beyond those two is Snutta Collins. Uh, she's a Mississippi native. She was very unheralded when she was signed, um, but she's just gotten better and better every year. She's almost doubled her scoring average this year. Um, so she's coming off the bench, you know, and when you're able to bring that kind of a weapon off the bench, someone who can, who's lights out at shooting, um, who's a really high level defender, um, you know, you can do a lot of good things. Uh, she's also got, uh, another player, Marquisha Davis, who just got in the starting lineup maybe four or five games ago. Uh, she's a transfer from Arkansas. Um, and I think she's averaging close to 15 points a game since she's been put in the starting lineup. Um, so again, you never you never know who's going to step up on any, any given night. Um, sometimes that's a great thing, you know, it makes them really hard to scout. Um, other times, you know, it, it it's been a challenge when they haven't had their offense. Um, you know, it, it hasn't always again, especially against Tennessee. You know, it's always hard to win at Tennessee, but their defense gave them a chance to win it. They held them to I think 60, 62 points. Um, but their offense just wasn't there that night. So if they can get a consistent third and fourth weapon, um, they're going to be really dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody, you know, give Brantley a round of applause. Good grief. This was a fantastic episode. Thank you, man. I do want to let everybody know that thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our other podcasts. you got Locked On College Basketball and you've got Locked On Women's College Basketball for national level shows around that. You get to hear all about college basketball in one place. You can hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. It's Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. Brantley, thank you so much for stopping by today, man. And as this season progresses, I'm probably going to call on you again if you'll be willing to do it. Absolutely, man. I, I'm always happy to talk about the Lady Rebels. And, and you're right, There's a huge, I don't think there's been a bigger game for when South Carolina comes to town in a couple weeks. Uh, and they, they've got a really good thing going with their program. I mean, Don Staley's probably one of the coolest coaches in the game. Uh, so if nothing else, go watch the number one team in the country. But hopefully the Lady Rebs will have their juice and will be able to come out with the win. All right. Well, um, we'll talk to you next time, buddy, and thanks a lot. Thank you, Stephen.